Tale of the Manticore. Bonus material. Reflections on Season 1 and Season 2 announcement. Wow, Season 1 is over. I'm feeling melancholy about it. Sad to see it go after being so close to those characters in that story for two years, but also excited because there are still so many things I'd like to explore story-wise. That's what's so great about D&D, isn't it? The potential is truly endless. Even when you put yourself in a classic fantasy box, the possibilities just go on and on and on. Season 1 was my learning curve, especially at the start. It was all about finding the right balance of elements and finding the right delivery. There were some good decisions and some goofs made along the way, for sure. Overall, I'm happy with where I ended up and how long it took to get there. Season 2 will hopefully start out much stronger and better defined. I hope I can keep the wonder and nostalgia and the chaos alive. Those are important elements to me. I want to continue to feel excitement and fear and worry and triumph with this new season, just like I did with the last. But there will be some changes. For me, the trick will be to know what to change and what to keep the same. I suppose that whatever was working, I'll keep, and whatever wasn't, I'll replace or dump. I should make it essentially the same, only better. Here's what will stay the same. I'm keeping BX for now. Even though part of me wants to try 5E, the truth is I don't know the most recent edition well enough. It would break up the flow of my gaming, I'm sure. I'm keeping the five main segments of the show as they are. Those parts are the main narrative, the DM interruptions with that fat 80s analog synth underneath, the Dramatis Personae section for backstory, an occasional remote story where we leave the PCs altogether. There's also the BTL section for lore, world building, and other homebrew. And of course there's the combat section. There'll still be a little flexibility or overlap in how I use these. Whatever serves the story best is what I'll go with. Some things are going to change too. I'm going to start using Ascending AC, which I know will take some getting used to, especially for me, but will probably feel a lot more comfortable to most listeners. My almost completely useless luck stat is getting the official boot. I might expand the spell lists that appear in BX, just to make sure we see some variety and change from Season 1. If I do add to these lists, I'll pick and choose and post up the tables on the blog as I go. I've already departed several times from BX to pilfer monsters from later editions. This is just more of the same. Call it BX+. Finally, level ups need some tweaking. It took my original PCs, well, those who survived, over two years to reach level 7. That's a really long time, so I'm going to shave a little off the advancement requirements. I'm talking minor changes here, but hopefully when we look at the big picture, those minor changes will make meaningful differences. It would be nice to get characters up a little higher than 7th level. Not much, but ending a season at level 9 or 10 would be kind of exciting. It would also open the door to different kinds of encounters. More about advancement. Fairly early in season 1, maxing hit points for every level got abandoned. This was because I realized that it would lead to an extreme disparity between characters and monsters. I caught the problem just a little too late, and awarded max hit points for levels 1 and 2, then switched to a min-out for 3 and beyond. My minute was convoluted and ill-conceived. I'm not sure why, but I ended up rounding up for fighting characters and down for non-martial characters. Not a great idea. In Season 2, I'll keep max hit points for level 1, but after that it'll be a straight roll with the minute at 50%. 
for example, a first level cleric would start with 6 hit points at level 1, and then upon attaining second level and for each subsequent level, they would get an extra d6. A roll of a 1, 2, or 3 on the die would be considered a 3 before any applicable bonuses. Simple. That's what I should have done to begin with. Speaking of level ups, I'm going to keep the stat bonus rolls as they are. I think they worked well and added a bit of punch to the level up experience. Thieves will still lose the read language's ability if it doesn't make narrative sense, and to balance that out I'll continue to be generous with the conditions necessary for a backstab. Finally, my stats generation will stay the same. Typically I'll roll 3d6 straight down the line, and I'll re-roll if I get a 3, a 4, or a 5 for a PC. That seemed to work well enough in Season 1. For NPCs, I'll probably stick with that whole 3 to 18 range. It really just comes down to, is this character fun to play, and does this character make sense? I'm sure other things will come up that need work, and that's okay. I still consider Tale of the Manticore to be an experiment in storytelling. Honestly, I'm consistently surprised at how well the experiment worked, and how quickly. My failures have been relatively few, and I've had some lucky successes along the way. Ideally, Season 2 will be a bigger, better story-slash-game than Season 1, with less cringe at the outset. I'm hoping to start with a bang, strong from the get-go, with something people can connect with right away. Something fans of Season 1 will find familiar, and contains the things they enjoyed from before while being accessible and exciting to new listeners as well. So, let's talk about what's to come. There are no spoilers ahead, but I am going to discuss setting and lore a little. If you'd rather go into Season 2 blind, you'll want to stop the podcast here. If you'd like a very general idea of what to expect beyond all the mechanical stuff I've already talked about, then stick around for another minute or two. My ideas for Season 2, thematically, partly came from ideas I wanted to run with in Season 1, but never got to. I wanted to play at least partly in an urban setting, mostly with human characters, and explore a story that was a little less linear, if that was possible. The obvious choice was to locate the story, at least the start of it, in my main city, or capital city, of Silmoral. Really all I had was the name. Well, okay, two names. I knew the city was in a kingdom called Camertine. We've already met some of its notable NPCs in Sheriff Marlock and Maynard Magari, both displaced to satellite communities to the south of the main city. Raffenfell the Adored was from the city too. Of course, Gyrios lives there now, having given up violence forever. Not really sure if we'll see any of these guys again. There's no plan for that, anyway. My season 1 epilogue takes place 20 years after the main story, so that leaves the door open, but, well, we'll see. In my spare time, I've been working on a new supplement called Pendulum. Pendulum is a settlement generator, or creative writing activity guide. You put in some dice rolling and some imagination and a few hours, and at the other end you get a roughly 500 year history for a settlement. I've been using it to develop the lore for Camertine and the city of Silmoral. So unlike Season 1, which used a kind of quantum map where nothing existed until it needed to, this time I'll be working off a bank of lore that already exists, at least somewhat. There's a lot of room for development, but I'm hoping that having this in place beforehand will lead to better stories and less chance of total plot failure as we go on. Well, that's about it. I loved playing through and making Season 1 and I'm hoping Season 2 is even more fun, more involving, and more exciting, both as a player and as a writer. And you won't have to wait long. Sometimes producers take a break between seasons to have a rest from the constant editing or to recharge their creative batteries. I get that. But for me, I don't really need or want much time off. To be honest, I am chomping at the bit 
to get into season two, and I don't want to wait. This little briefing, what you're listening to right now, is my break. Season two is going to start less than two weeks from today. Hope to see you at the premiere.